Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Compelled this week. We've got LaShawn McCoy, who is suing his girlfriend and has been accused of assault. Enrique Soto is a child molester. And so is Andrew Miller. And then they get caught. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> and then they caught a guy in Sacramento trying to hook up with a 15 year old girl. All right, let's do this. Yeah, so uh, LaShawn McCoy, so this has been an interesting development. Um, I tried to look up uh, any instances of LaShawn McCoy, who is a running back for the Buffalo Bills. Um, he owns a house in a suburban Atlanta area, and it's being investigated uh, for a home invasion that happened on the day that uh, uh, his girlfriend's lawyer was supposed to show up to court. And, um, well, she couldn't. LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy McCoy. Was she preoccupied at the time? She was being beaten to death. Oh. If only there was a podcast that talked about these kind of things. Here we go. What we know about the allegations. Her name is Delisha. (laughs) Bro, I I know. God damn it. (laughs) You know what would have happened if she died? Shut the fuck up. He Delisha. (laughs) God damn it. Fucking names. Uh, At 3.18 in the morning on July 10th, a 34-year-old woman called Sports Illustrated. Yeah, they're not biased. No, no, it's not biased. It's it's just why didn't they just say uh, a fucking you know, Delisha Delisha Corden called the police at 3:18 in the morning on July 10th because her home had been broken into. Why didn't they say that? I don't know. Uh, it was by a man wearing a mask, wielding a gun, looking for money and jewelry. She continues saying uh, that her face was demolished and that she was bleeding everywhere. Uh, Delisha Corden's ex-boyfriend is LaShawn McCoy. The two had been in a serious relationship for more than two years. Um, in June, he had taken her to court to get her evicted from a five-bedroom house in, in Atlanta where she had been living along with her two children. Only five bedrooms? That's just too small. The 9-11 call. Uh, I don't give a shit about the 9-11 call. I care about the fucking story. Um, the news of the home invasion broke on Tuesday when an Instagram user who identified herself as Corden's best friend posted photos of Corden's bruised and bloody face. She tagged McCoy in the now-deleted post, writing, I can't believe you did this to my best friend. Um, another person identifying herself as a friend of Corden subsequently suggested that McCoy had sent people to rob Corden. McCoy denied these claims, calling them baseless and offensive. This is all on Instagram, which is just horseshit. All of this stuff is happening on fucking online. Social fucking media, man. You know, adding that he has not had any direct contact with any of the people involved in months. He's actually been in Buffalo mm-hmm. because of OTAs and everything else. You know who else was from Buffalo? I don't care. O.J. Simpson. I don't think O.J. Simpson was from Buffalo. Well, for a little while he was. He played for them. Yeah, I know. Um, 
<laughs> the NFL Network reported that McCoy was training at uh, Bomarito Performance Systems in South Florida on Tuesday, a few hours after the incidents when the allegations occurred. Um, you want to know a weird thing? Um, Why would someone name their child Delicia? Yeah, that that's <laughs> one of them. God damn it. Um, uh, Pens- is it Pensacola, Florida? I want to say it's Pensacola, Florida. Okay. Pensacola, Florida to New Orleans, I believe. Mm-hmm. But it may be different. There's, like, the state of Florida to New Orleans, driving from Florida to New Orleans. Not very far, right? Is three hours. Yeah. Do you know how far that is in California? Three hours? Yeah. 180 miles, roughly? Bakersfield. Well, Baker, well Bakersfield is, uh, God, that would take you. Three hours. God damn, how fast are you driving? I think the quickest I ever made to Bakersfield was four hours, and I was going 100 miles an hour the whole time. Well, you're not, you're just not driving right. Well, I also took I-5, but I didn't take 99, because 99 has got too many, it's got a slower speed limit, and it's got too many cities you've got to drive through. Um, not much, not so, well, it's got cities, but the speed limit's not so much anymore. They've, they fixed it. They took it up to 70? Like, yeah, it's like 65 Like, like I-5 now? Okay. Yeah. Um. Dude, if it takes you four hours to get to Baker, I mean, I can, I can do, I can do L.A. in five and a half. I've done it. I know I have. I've, I've done L.A. in five hours from Roseville. So, that's it's that's that's a fucking that's a truck. You have to you have to be moving. I was traffic. I was doing a hundred miles an hour, and then I got into an accident and totaled my truck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, in L.A., fucking L.A., man. He sounded. Uh, I don't know. He was a little guy. That's what uh, Corden said. Uh, the assailant hit her in the face with a gun, took the diamond bracelet off her wrist. He told Corden and her cousin was staying in the house at the time to go into the upstairs bedroom. He shut the door and then left the house. Um, their preliminary investigation indicates that the residence was specifically targeted by the suspect and was not a random incident. Corden mentions McCoy and suggests that the intruder was someone she who knew him during the approximate 11-minute 9-11 call. Uh which was broken into two parts after the dispatcher got disconnected. I have a conspiracy theory already. Um, as I said, I think they were trying to avoid the cameras out out the front. Yeah. Uh, he must have known the camera system. LaShawn must have told him there's no camera in the front. Uh, what is your conspiracy theory? Conspiracy theory is she hasn't been with him for a couple of years. She's losing money, so she's got some shit that, you know, that she has you know, some fucking guy break in, do all this shit, right? And then... You can do an insurance fraud scam. Possible. I'll give you that. However, according to property records, the house was purchased by the LKM Trust, which are McCoy's initials, in October of 2016. The Milford Police had responded to the home in 2017 for a domestic dispute where they found McCoy standing outside with a pile of clothes and personal belongings. He told police that he and and Corden had broken up and that he'd asked her to return high-end jewelry he had been loaned for events. Uh, but she had not returned the pieces. He also said that he started the eviction process. This was back in 2017, by the way. So a year ago this month. Yes. Um, McCoy was concerned that Corden may try to either take things or make false accusations about him, and Mm -hmm. she has taken things because he's told her to put all the shit back. Oh, yeah. (coughs) When Corden returned home, she was taken to jail because she had an outstanding arrest. You you remember Andre Risen? Yep. What fucking left eye did to his ass from TLC? Burned his fucking house Burned down. Burned his fucking house down. Anyways, there's the pictures. Yeah. 
She got fucked up. In April, the police were dispatched to the home after Corden called 9-11. The dispatchers told police the callers had worked everything out, but it sounded a little heated. Corden said she called because McCoy was moving out furniture from the home that she wanted to keep. Uh, Per the police, both Corden and McCoy stated separately that their argument had not become physical. Third call was last month when while Corden was out of town. McCoy sent a group of people to remove his belongings from the house so he did not have to deal with her, <coughs> his mother said. Uh, the police stopped the move out and told McCoy over the phone that he would have to go to civil court to divide their items, which makes no fucking sense, but okay. On June 6th, Tamarcus Porter, a friend and former pit teammate of McCoy's, Filed in the Fulton County Court for Corden. By the way, uh, Tamarcus Porter is not a lawyer. I just wanted to point that okay. out. Attorneys were due in court for the eviction case the day of the home invasion. The hearing uh, was continued. So the day of the hearing, she the, she got fucking beat up. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the call, Corden sound frantic, out of breath. She tells the dispatcher that a 60-year-old son is missing. There's a bed sheet hanging out of his second-floor window. Um but he he mm-hmm. apparently came back. So yeah, he whatever. Is. So <coughs> he was huh. able to escape. He was able to escape. He's able to use some kind of communication device to contact an Uber to come back. That was her, her son. Yeah. Did he also call the cops? She was on the phone to nine one one. Okay, but did their son also call the cops? As well? I don't know. Say, hey, my fucking mom's being assaulted in her home. I don't know. There is no record of that. At this point, it wouldn't have mattered because she was already on the phone and police were showing up to the house. She's trying to feed into the conspiracy theory, man. I understand, but when when you call nine one one, have uh, if you there are multiple calls for the same thing from nine one one. All they do is say, "I'll get your number, and if we need any more information, we'll call you back." That's it. Hey, there's been a massive accident on the road. I want you to know, or there's a fire. Yeah, we've had like ten calls on this. Leave your phone number, and we'll call you back if we need more information. I have a problem with that. My, my personal problem is this. If it's someone being assaulted, then you need to get a recording of every single person that calls in about that. So that, you know, what if there's conflicting reports, you know, and also that you could hear how the person sounds when they're talking, all that shit. Yeah, I'm sure assault is a little bit different, but they still say the same thing. Hey, I think there's a domestic dispute going on at yeah. this house. Well, we have it handled. We are on the phone with the people right now. We'll take your phone number. Oh, that's right. Cops don't really give a shit. That's right. I we'll take your that. phone number and we'll call you back if we need more information. Yeah, they they don't really care. So and the, and that and, and that right there, what that says is it's not just the not giving a shit. What that says is is that they have witnesses mm-hmm. and they will be contacting you. Yeah. So that's it's that simple. Um, even with uh, drunk drivers and whatnot, but we're getting way off topic. Yeah. What it, go- what it comes down to 100% is if you call in, they're, they, they're not dismissing you. They have it noted in the system that this person called about this thing and that we should follow up with them because they saw what was going on and they would be another eyewitness. Mm-hmm. But anyways, is LaShawn McCoy guilty of this? From what we've read just from this article, I'd say no. I say, I, I say from what we've read... <laughs> he has taken precautions to stay the fuck away from her. He even stated what kind of a person she is a year ago. Right. Okay. He had other people come there so there wouldn't be any domestic disputes. Correct. Right? So the dude sounds like he's on the up and up. All right. So 
of all the shit that's been going on, by the way, uh, LaShawn McCoy has detained or retained, retained, mm-hmm. has retained, not detained. He's retained the same lawyer that Ray Rice has <laughs> had. Okay. Um, which is important because that guy's a motherfucker. Yeah. Um, but they can put LaShawn McCoy at a different place when this is all going on. Yeah. And for the fuck of it, let's just say this. What if he did call from a burner phone mm-hmm. to have one of his friends or someone they one of his friends contact someone or he calls his friend? Yeah. Right? Calls his friend, his friend calls someone that they know or goes down and talks to them verbally face to face or writes a letter or however the fuck they do it and says, This is the house, there are no cameras in front. Mm. Send the message. Kind of like the Ray Carruth thing. And they do that, right? Mm, yeah. Or, or, it's an either or thing. LaShawn McCoy has nothing to do with it, and your conspiracy theory is true. <clears throat> the house is targeted. However, she didn't expect them to beat her up, and and they saw the jewelry. Yeah. Right? It was supposed to be just a, you know, a, a, a dine and dash type of thing. Yeah. Jewelry, money, get the fuck out. Because there's no camera in front, and and they saw the fucking jewelry that she was wearing, and mm-hmm. they wanted more. Yeah. And boom, boom, it turns bad on her, and then she can blame it on that, and she was planning on blaming it on McCoy anyways. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we have two sides of a story. It's either her or him. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> this, this, is not, this is not a random attempt. This is not a random robbery. Right now, it looks bad for Sean. LaShawn. Looks bad for Shady. Because everything that's going on in the NFL is under scrutiny. Yeah. And one more fucking black eye. It's the Ezekiel Elliott thing, too. Yeah. You know, what if she's doing this on purpose to give him a black eye? Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, we're not saying that she is. We're just saying what if. Just saying, uh, based off of what we read. Yeah. Because. They broke up, and he told her to get the fuck out of the house, and she wouldn't leave. Yeah. So he's been he he's been gone. Look, I don't know who she is personally. I haven't read enough information about her, but a woman like that that's used to living a certain kind of lifestyle, if the if the money train's gone, she needs to keep that money train going. So she's gonna find a way to keep it going, to live the way that she wants to live. So I wouldn't put it past any spiteful woman. In that situation, to do something as vindictive and crazy as that, I, I wouldn't like because I personally I see a woman like that as a fucking gold digging opportunist. But that's just based off of one article. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Oh, you'll tell. Okay, fine. All right. So yeah, that that's my take on it. I you know what I mean look look if and, and don't get me wrong, if he if, if LaShawn really did set this up, then he he's a piece of shit. But um Yeah, either or. I mean, yeah. one of them set it up. Yeah. And and if she set it up, it went bad on her. Yeah. And if he set it up, he's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. You know, or or and there could be a third possibility, which is he's bitching to his friends about all this stuff and they set it up. No, I think that LaShawn has a girlfriend, and her name is Carmesha. Okay. Carmesha. 
I don't know what that means. Karma just kicked his ex girlfriend's ass. Oh. <laughs> Karma Tia. Karmatia. Karmatia. <laughs> but wh- what if? Uh, and the third possibility really is: is what if Sean Lashawn is fucking bitching to his friends, mm-hmm. and they take it upon themselves to do that? Yeah. Well, you, you can't be doing my boy like that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. But I, she said it was like a little guy. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, he, he wasn't there. He wasn't there. Well, at least he wasn't in the house. Right? Yeah, so. yeah, a, a little guy, meaning like he's he's like five and a half feet tall. That he, would be my guess. Not an NFL player, right? Yeah. So, but again, I mean, what if, what if he really, what if they both have nothing to do with it, and it's extreme and it's dumbass friends? No, there's no coincidence. The day of the court thing. I mean, the <laughs> hearing. There is no coincidence. Right. They knew what they were doing, yeah. and they went in there. And did it on purpose, mm-hmm. whether it was her or or Shady or his friends. Yeah, right. And dude, would be a hell of a dude. That's goddamn. That would be a hell of a conspiracy because he's in court, so his ass is covered, right? No, he's not. They were in court that day, right? No. D- d- wasn't there something going on for the, the the civil dispute or some shit like that? There was supposed to be a court date. Okay, I thought he was already there, and then she didn't show up. No, because, because of he the has he happened. has training. All right, whatever. I, maybe I misread it. <coughs> No, their lawyers were showing up. The no. lawyer couldn't show up because of what happened. Mm. So. Okay. Well, so then there you go. I mean, she she tried to get this shit. I, I think it's her because she tried to get this shit handled before the court got in the way. Maybe. Uh, who knows? Because then if this shit happens, then, then I would assume it puts a court case on hold, right? So. Yeah. I can't find anything on this next guy that we're going to talk about. His name is Enrique Soto. I came across this news story from Yahoo Sports. Okay. Um, what? How much do you know about baseball? Um, a little bit. Not well, I how mean, big of a fan of a, how big of a baseball fan are you? Now, not not much at all. I used to be a pretty big one. Like how big? Like watch every day or just keep track of your favorite team. Yeah, uh, well, I, I yeah watch every day back in the nineties um, and the um, and part of the two thousands. Okay. Joe's a Dodger fan. I am not. <laughs> Most people aren't, especially us living in Northern California. <laughs> There's a lot more than you think. Oh, there are. There's probably a lot of pussies up here that don't say they're Dodger fans because they're <laughs> afraid of the the giant wrath. I don't even care. I you know I'm. You know, Giants fans who fucking stab Dodger fans at goddamn uh, stadiums. So really? Yeah. Giant fans who stab Dodger fans? I know. You, you think it'd be the other way around, right? But no, yeah. no, it's not, Giants fans. Not, not, not the fact that a do- that a Giant fan was at Dodger Stadium and was beaten half to death. All I recall is always it's always a Giants fan that's fucking up a Dodgers fan. Nope. The exact opposite. Maybe once. Mm, not maybe once. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we don't have time for you to look it up and prove me wrong. So just. Let's just keep going. I don't, I, I don't need to, but that's okay. Uh, this guy's name is Enrique Soto. He was a self-styled king of the Dominican Republic. Uh, I'm going to say it's the Buscones or uh, like Garçon, like Busan. Busons. I, don't, I have no idea how to say this word. Buscones. I <laughs> just say the bus cones. <laughs> the bus cones. Buzz cones. Um, busker. So yeah, Buscone. <laughs> then why don't they spell it the way it's fucking pronounced? Because it's fucking Spanish. I don't care. I, I hate language. Languages, just spell it the way I, it's I fucking don't, pronounced. I, I, don't, I don't care. In 1999, fucking Soto Colonel. trained 
prospect named Willie Abar uh, signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers for $1.4 million. You sure it's Abar and it's not fucking... Okay, I'm just I'm sorry, I'm fucking around. Go ahead. My bad. Four hundred and ninety thousand dollars of that initial payment was deposited into a bank account of Soto's, according to a two thousand and one Washington Post story. Amid charges from Abar and his family uh, that he had stolen the money, Soto kept about four hundred and thirty thousand of it. As he says, I'm like Jesus Christ. I've got the truth in the palm of my hands. Now, uh, this is not the last time Soto would draw a parallel between himself and Jesus. Ten years later, a Dominican investigative reporter named Alicia Ortega ran a television story alleging that Soto had sexually assaulted brothers who trained with him in 2003 when they were 16 and 17 years old, as well as another unnamed player. Mike, by the way, since he's Dominican, it's pronounced Jesus. Two weeks before the story ran on July 4th, the third player, Junior Peña Peguero, Close was enough. stabbed to death in Bonnie. Soto denied, denied involvement in all of the crimes. One by one, he... Oh, that's uh, <laughs> that's a different story. Got to draw a line, baby. All right, so... It's Enrique Palazzo. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Will you fuck off? Well, the picture comes up and it looks like Ivan. <laughs> Buscone. Pronounced Buscone. Actually, it's not pronounced that. It's pronounced Buscone, as in busker. A de facto gatekeeper for any Dominican boy who wants to play in America. Um, this is back in 2011. Um, and, uh, anyways, the Dominican Republic makes tons of money. They are... Well, for prospects... They, they, just to let you, just to have you guys understand, one quarter of all, there's 11, there's almost 1,200 Major League Baseball players. A quarter of them come from the Dominican Republic. Think about that. Why do you think that is? Um, I'm going to tell you. Uh, get ready to resign from whatever job you're at. <laughs> you got to get in front of the podium and say, "I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I don't truly believe those thoughts." And blah blah blah. <laughs> I have plenty of Dominican friends. <laughs> no. What? I'm going to tell you how it happens. Oh, man, why couldn't I fucking find this? Of course. God, that is an ugly font. Yeah, I know. That is fucking ugly. I don't even care. It's like I'm depressed now just just having seen that. It was atrocious. Full Dominican. Of course, like two days ago, I couldn't fucking find this. Now, now that I, 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 I find like a hundred of these goddamn posts everywhere. Like the one that I really wanted. We'll blame it on the gird. Jesus Christ. Um. Uh. 
I'm sorry it's taking so long. You know, we could just start using advertising. We just say, sorry, I was eating a Milky Way. Ugh. That is the worst tagline I think I've ever heard of. It's the worst. It's the worst fucking commercial series. Like, if I ever start eating candy bars again, I will purposely never eat a Milky Way again because of those commercials. Ah, here it is. <coughs> Out of spite. Last summer, scouts from half a dozen Major League Baseball organizations traveled to Bonnie, a city on the southern coast of the Dominican Republic, to see a group of teenage boys work out. Uh, this showcase looked the same as the thousands of others that feed baseball's $100 million international amateur machine. The only difference was that it, a convicted child molester had organized it, and that's why I brought up Enrique Soto. Um, but baseball did nothing. They did nothing. Uh, Busconis are amalgamations of talent seekers, trainers, agents, power brokers, and father figures who often take serious cuts of amateur players' signing bonuses play one of the most integral roles in Latin American baseball. About a quarter of the 1,186 major league players this season come from the system in which children as young as 10 or 11 drop out of school, join a Buscon, such as Soto, and work towards signing a professional baseball contract at the age of 16. 16, by the way. Mm-hmm. Major League Baseball's original sin of severe underpayment treating the Dominican Republic, Venezuela, and other Latin America countries more like plantations than partners from the 50s. Exploitation of talent. Through the 90s, seeded a distressful relationship between the parties and persists today in other more complicated ways. Where the fuck is Sammy Sosa speaking up for this <laughs> shit? The defunction runs deep enough that Soto could organize a showcase attended by scouts, and the commissioner's office would only find out about it weeks later, which is horseshit. They knew about it. They're just not saying it's anything. They're money trained, dude. They make money off this shit. Exactly. Rather than accede to an international draft, which the league was pushing, the union preferred a system which teams are given a fixed dollar amount to spend on international players. While 16 is the youngest age at which a player can join a team, a majority of top prospects on this year's July 2nd International Amateur Signing Day had agreed to a contract with a team when he was, fifth, when he was 14. According to five, five sources uh, familiar with the market, thus the teams letting trainers know they're willing to lock in seven-figure signing bonuses at 14 years old. It enticed them to present physically mature, imposing preteens, many of whom did not know what they were taking. So you want to know why there are a quarter of the fucking Major League Baseball players because it's come from the Dominican Republic? Because it's outside of our country, so they can do pretty much human experimentation. Kids from the age of 11 and 12 are on steroids. Fuck. Latin America teenagers, um, let's see, uh, trainers who can't afford the good stuff give horse steroids to kids. Is that why Sammy Sosa looked like that? It's not just the Buscones. Teams don't exactly discourage the behavior. When one highly regarded 16-year-old tested positive for PEDs this year, the team simply reduced his agreed-upon signing bonus and still gave him a million dollars. I mean, I, I remember that, like Sosa, man. He looked like a buff penis. Yeah. Uh, at least a dozen players in all have been caught using PEDs. The full number is unknown as teams conducted PED tests themselves. It's funny it's called PED. <laughs> the, uh, beyond ignoring the rules, some teams flout them altogether, such as Atlanta General Manager John uh, Capalella, 
who was banned from baseball for life last year after the Braves were caught packaging bonuses, a scheme in which teams trying to avoid $300,000 per player limitations for exceeding the spending cap in previous years receive a high-end talent from a Bascone, and in in exchange they must give him the same $300,000 for lesser players he trains. Yeah, it's a it's a weird system. Uh, the Braves struck a deal with Robert pa- uh, uh, Poussin, a shortstop for the Dominican Republic, when he was 13. Some of uh, the league's past problems with Latin America, particularly age and identity fraud, plus skimming in which team officials receive payment to consummate deals, aren't nearly as rampant as they once were. <coughs> My favorite quote, though, is... I'm coming up. There are things you can change about the Dominican Republic and things you can't because they are cultural and rooted in a historically corrupt government in a poor country. Okay, so it's because my first thought was before you read all that was that it was going to be they had some kind of a mostly just this this natural talent of being better than a lot of other races at at playing baseball. Um, But and maybe there could be some truth to that, but. The the worst part is they're being exploited and they're being they're being doped up to be used. As, dude, they're like fucking being treated like cattle. Yeah, that's exactly what they're, they're doing. They're livestock. But my favorite quote is, "Oh, you can't change it. You can't change it. Can't be done." It's the same like in the auto industry. Oh, if there's a better way, then show us. Well, okay, I can show you ten better ways. You want to know the way to change it? Crash the whole fucking system. Stop. Stop everything that you're doing and mm-hmm. go to the draft. And that's that. Yeah. So, unfortunately. That is fucking crazy. That, why, you know, oh, oh, this is kind of rhetorical, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, why the fuck isn't this more at the forefront? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, because it's baseball, dude. I know. Baseball's huge. It's like I, football. I, yeah. I know. America's pastime. Well, it's at the forefront now. Because it's everywhere. It just, I mean, like, literally, yesterday I was looking up all this information. Yeah. I couldn't find shit on Enrique Soto. Dominican, Yahoo Sports, whatever, it doesn't matter. I couldn't find shit on him. Today, there's 100 articles. Hey. And and they're all from 2009, 2011, 2001. Let the truth be told, though the diamonds fall. Yep. Absolutely. Here we go. One by one, he stalked the young girls online, insinuating himself into their lives through their social media and email accounts and posing alternately as a young boy or a girl. (laughs) For six months in 2015, Alexander Jordan Miller, who at the time was a 19-year-old Elk Grove man, Sacramento, would befriend his victims online. He would find a dozen girls nationwide who ranged in ages from 11 to 15 and convinced them to send a nude photo of themselves. And then they were trapped. Once Miller obtained the photos, he used that compromising image to coerce his victim to provide more and increasingly graphic videos of their own sexual abuse. Federal court documents say, describing a series of online threats and extortions, to have the girls perform sex acts on camera or face the embarrassment of of him sending the original nude photos to their parents or friends. Taking advantage of a child because the, my, my rationale as an adult is, wait a minute, if I make videos of even worse content, then he can use that against me as well. 
Right. So the new thing isn't anywhere near as bad as this other shit. Correct. But a kid, the kid don't think that shit. They they get confused and they panic and they're like, oh, that's oh. what he was. And he that's... he exploited the shit out of that. Yep. This guy is a fucking piece of garbage, and he is in jail now. By the way, maybe, maybe um, he should get waterboarded with acid. He's not going to last long in jail. Not long at all. I just wanted to bring this up because he's been caught. This piece of garbage human being, even <coughs> though he was in he was in court was and he, he was arraigned, was he caught greasy hand? <laughs> yes. Um. He felt remorse, but he only felt remorse afterwards. I guarantee you, he didn't feel remorse after uh, getting his rocks off. Yeah, I, I I guarantee you that up until he got caught, he didn't feel remorse for doing this stuff yeah. at all. Yeah. So this this happened today in Auburn. This is where we do our podcast from Auburn, California. The studio. <laughs> uh, a gentleman by the name of Adnan Raj, who is from Sacramento, drove to Auburn to meet up with who he believed to be a 15-year-old girl. But it wasn't. <laughs> was it, um, who was that guy's name? Chris what? Was it Chris, uh, the fucking, the catch predator? Oh. <laughs> God damn it. I can't remember, but Fuck. yeah. I can't, why can't I Chris, remember his name? Chris, Chris predator guy. Chris Hardwick. No. <laughs> Alcohol, condoms, meth, drug paraphernalia, a fake firearm, Stolen checkbooks and credit cards were found in his car. Uh, a fake firearm? Really? That's not smart. He's charged with contacting... Chris Hansen. Yes. Contacting, arranging, and showing up to meet with a minor for the purpose of sex. Identity theft, drug possession, and was booked at the Auburn jail. He's being held on like three hundred grand bond. So he had a replica in his car. Yeah. Plus identity theft. I mean, how how fucking dumb are you? I do have a I do have a story about this. Now we do cocktails with Heather. Yeah. And I think maybe this story will come up at some point in the near future. I'm hoping it does. But this this reminded me of that story. So <laughs> online dating shit, and this is way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I'm emailing back and forth between with this girl, and you know, hey, send me pictures. You know how it works, and and she's she's being a tease, like whatever, you know. And then she goes, "Well, send me a picture of you." So I I did, but it was just a face picture, you know, what one that it? I already have. Uh-huh. Yes, I don't send dick pics. <laughs> Good. And and so I was like, you know, reciprocate, reciprocate, blah blah blah, whatever. And I just kind of let go, but finally she did, but. I'll tell you this. It was an inappropriate picture. Completely inappropriate. Beaver? No. Young. Oh. And then she followed it up with, I'm saying she, because that's who I was supposedly talking to on the internet. Okay. With, yeah, so uh, I, I, I caught wind of this, like, two email messages prior, which is, it was a cop. Okay, they were fishing. Yeah, they were fishing, but they were doing a bad job of it. So I'm I'm texting them, and and she, the 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 person that's on the other end is texting back, and you know, well I say texting, but it's emailing back and forth, and it was, um, hey, how do you feel about a threesome? Like, okay, that's whatever. 
Okay, more the merrier. Right. The, <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of let it go. I'm like, well, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Okay. You this know? isn't marriage material here, but maybe some fun. Yeah. And so it just keeps getting it keeps getting more graphic and more graphic and more graphic. Yeah. And I'm like, so uh, she's testing the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're so testing the waters. No, they weren't testing the waters. They were being fucking graphic. You, you know? said it was, it was like, it was, how about getting my 15 year old involved? Ooh. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? But it was getting more and more with each thing, though, right? It was escalating, right? Well, yeah, they were they were so they, they yeah, were trolling. They start low and then they keep working. Their yeah, way to it's it's a bad negotiation tactic. Yeah, and, and and they were trolling. They were fucking trolling. Yeah, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I was just like, I, I sat there and I, I looked at it and I went, um, do do they seriously want me to answer this? Yeah, I'm like. Does the FBI really want me to answer this? What is the best course on that? To either not answer or like, to... I, I answered it. Oh, I did answered you? it okay. and I said, are you fucking insane? <laughs> I said, like, really? Are you fucking insane? I said, good try, cops. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> I, said, I said, you know, take a fucking hike. Yeah. I, I caught them at their game. I knew who it was. It wasn't they, it was the cops. Or did whoever. they say anything after that? Yeah, they 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 sent an email back saying, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> I'm like I'm like, dude, it's just uh, this was like this, I wasn't on a forum for mm. you know inappropriate fucking shit going on. Yeah, right. I was on like like the early. This is the early days of Yahoo dating. Okay, you know. So and then they were trolling that. Like really. For, for like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> like, go, go, I said, go try this on somebody else. Here's a couple people. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I was like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me! <laughs> Dude, the best response from them would have been a picture of a bunch of cops in front of the video cam, and they're just like, "You got us!" Oh, <laughs> they sent me child porn. Really? They sent me child porn. I didn't even download it. It's it that that drive is gone. They sent me they sent me child porn. Isn't that even worse than entrapment? That's that's entrapment and baiting. Like literally if if they if they went to your house and said, "Oh, you have child porn on your computer." They can't do that because that's entrapment. Yeah. And um double something, double jeopardy. It's called double jeopardy. They can't send you illegal stuff yeah. and then go and arrest you for it because they sent it to you yeah. unsolicited, you know? Because I didn't ask for it. I just, I, I, I looked at it and I went, what the, what the fuck is that? No way. No fucking way. I, and I was like, but that hard drive is long gone. <laughs> like, I think I, I think, I think I put a bullet in that fucking hard drive. <laughs> but it's gone. Oh no! I de- I destroyed it. I, I destroyed I, it with a hammer. I'm just uh, look. I understand that like when cops are undercover, they can take like you know like actual real drugs from, from <coughs> you know from their faults or whatever you call it you know from evidence and use that like on doing to do a drug buy or something right so they can catch somebody. But when it comes to something like this, no. But if they're giving you something like if if I say, hey, I'm interested in that, yeah, and they're like, hey, come on up, and they're like, okay, I'm gonna drive there. Fine. That that's that's that solicitate that's solicitation. Well what I'm trying to get at is But what I'm saying is that if they send you something Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If they can't if they send you something unsolicited, 
that's double jeopardy. They they're, can't do that. They're supposed to be eliminating child porn. They're not supposed to be able to keep it and then send it to motherfuckers to bait them. That's how they get them. How do you think that they get these child porn rings? Uh, I guess I just... Uh, it, damn. Yeah. That, I mean, I, I guess you got to do something evil to catch someone evil, but... Yeah, I, that's that's exactly what they have to do. Just, but, mean, but, again, if you fuck. ask for it, if you say, hey, I'm interested in that, blah, 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 yeah, and then they send that to you... You're fucked. You're fucked. But if they send it unsolicited... They can't do nothing because yeah. they sent it on their own. Like, yeah. hey, hey, you said you were going to send a, a, a titty pic of you. Yeah, pardon the pun, but if they dangle it in your face, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't count. Correct. You're going to send a titty pic of you, and then they send that, and you're like, oh, um, what the fuck is this? Dude, like, I'm, I'm going to pass. I think it's best to just not fucking talk to anybody online. <laughs> just You just have to know who, who to talk to. Oh. Like, that is... I mean, I, I understand it. Like, uh, I'm plenty of fish. Like, I got... I got, I got banned from Plenty of Fish. We should be talking about this on fucking cocktails with Heather. Okay, well we will. So, just like the thing that made you laugh that you know interrupted the show. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you about that. In a minute. All right, so are we good for tonight? Yeah, we're good for tonight. All right, yeah, well, I think we rounded up a, a few perverts and uh, and uh, gold diggers for the evening. Yes, we have. Or, I'm sorry, potential or uh, alleged gold diggers. Yep. Um. So. Uh, all right. Well, as always, um, thank you for tuning in to Compelled, and uh, stay safe out there, and uh, tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. All right. Bye. Night.